Wolfgang here. I want to start by thanking BMS for the opportunity to talk about seeing the message. My name is Anneke Kai and I came from the Netherlands. I trained classical painting at the Goose Academy for Fine Art and before attending the Gerard Rietveld Academy for Modern Art in Amsterdam. My work is inspired by the Bible and I focus on biblical themes. My style is best described as symbolic abstract. Shapes and colors are used to express symbolic meaning. Sometimes I work in a more dynamic, abstract, expressive way. Always looking for means to deepen the emotional impact of my work. Expressing the depth of my experience in relationship with God. I have made series of paintings on ten different biblical themes. For instance, creation, the revelation, the Ten Commandments, the Apostolic Creed, the Psalms, Bible words, women of the Bible, prayers. So, in, in relationship with God. These series have been published and are available in English and some in Spanish too. The paintings are regularly shown in the UK, more recently in the cathedrals of Ely and Peterborough. An early documentary on the Dutch TV channel about my series The Apocalypse brought my work to the attention of the public and led to many invitations and opportunities to exhibit or and to talk about it. At an exhibition of The Apocalypse, I met Peter Quant who became an English publisher. The Psalms were published with the message text of Eugene Peterson. And also he wrote a text special for my paintings of Bible words. These publications led to invitations to exhibit and to speak in the conferences on art and faith in Cambridge and Kelvin Institute in Grand Rapids in the USA. It encouraged me and it inspired me to meet artists and art lovers from so many different parts of the world. Discussions of the contribution and role of the arts in the kingdom of God in our time and places. How I work. Before I start painting, I always kneel down in my studio 
And I ask God to lead me by his spirit. I may have an idea, but how should I express it? I make a plan. But once I start painting to process, and the process is spontaneous, all, I always working in working, I feel my dependent of my Lord. Earlier on, I used to spend time in writing while the ideas were shaping in my mind. Because my paintings reflect like mirrors what is taking shape in my mind. They show the range of emotions, the depth and the heights I experience. For things that are fragile and gently, I use transparent paint. But for strong, expressive or deep emotions, I use strong colors and bold lines or areas. I have worked on plexiglass since I was challenged at the academy in Amsterdam. I explored new media and techniques. Most recently, I have also been experimenting with transparent works which are illuminated behind. From behind, the light is coming. During the early stage of a new painting, I often work on the ground. But the later stages, I, I complete it at my tall easel. But why I do make Christian art? During the turbulent years when I was studied in Amsterdam in the 60s and 70s, many traditions were challenged. Students and professors often claimed that God is dead. This shocked me. And I vowed that when I had completed my studies, I would devote myself to make viewers feel that God isn't dead, but alive. Modern paintings have great power to touch people's hearts, to move them, to feel. Another reason why I make Christian art is that the churches most of all the Calvinistic churches in the Netherlands where only Rembrandt was accepted. <laughs> it became important to portray the message of God through contemporary visual art. Because such a deep divide had come between the arts and artists and church-goers. But why is there a gap? 
Till now in the Netherlands, it is not easy to bring the arts in the church. How is it in your churches, in your country? Are they slow or ready to include the arts and artists in their programs and leadership? I like to remind people that in the Middle Age, the visual arts were commissioned by the church. And artists make mainly biblical paintings or sculptures. In the Renaissance, artists started getting painted, started commissions from secular companies or individuals. And they painted then more and more secular scenes. Some artists made profane paintings, and that results in a deep division between the art, artists and the church. People in the church who are suspicious of the arts often quote the second commandment. In Exodus 20, it was prohibited to make an image of God or any created thing. It is not the making of images of God that is prohibited, but the making of images for the purpose of wor worshipping them. That is the problem. The people of Israel had lived in Egypt where many different images were worshipped. But the God of the Bible said, don't do that. I am your God, Yahweh. You did not make me, I made you. In the Reformation, Calvin took up this idea inspired by the second commandment and prohibited Images in his churches. Only the spoken word of God was important. He promoted austerity also as a reaction to the strong emphasis on images in the Catholic churches. In our time, visual art is not striving to replace the spoken word in the church. Rather, Visual art completes the spoken word. To see the message is an other way of hearing it. I paint, in painting biblical themes, you sometimes have to make an image of God. And I found this very hard. It was a struggle for me to decide how to paint God, the Holy One. My human experience of God is light. We often read about God as a light, for example, in John 1, 4 and 5. So I paint God in an abstract way, as a white, sometimes in combination with symbols of his hand, his arm. I use white 
paint for him and many shades of white. There is a limit, limit to the white that you can reproduce with paint. The white becomes more and more brilliant when dark paint surrounds the white. In the New Testament, we see the incarnate Jesus. For me, symbolize it God. And I have less difficulty in painting Jesus. Though, I also painted Jesus in an abstract way, in shades of white and never in a realistic way. Until last year, when I did paint Jesus in a realistic way, inspired by Dali's Christ of St. John of the Cross, which I saw for the second time in my life in Kelvin Grove Museum in Glasgow. Now I paint him with a realistic body, with muscles, muscles, in white on a black background. God became a human person. He came to earth. There is a vast perspective in this painting. Does the church need art? In our world today, fast and full of images, people seek experiences. The church is part of the culture. If we have a message, it needs to be communicated in a language that people can understand. People want to experience things, and art gives the opportunity. It has power to touch the heart, like music. Almost any work of visual arts offer opportunities for a wide range of discussions. It is an excellent conversation starter. What do you see in this painting? Art can now easily be projected during services or during times of silent meditations to many and to inspire many viewers. Perhaps it helps to give the viewers a few thoughts, of thoughts to draw or to paint their own feelings about the Christian theme. Images from a book can be used in Bible study groups or prayer groups. It is possible to try making a communal painting or collage, or to have an art weekend at your church. You will discover many surprising things about each other. 
Art offers great opportunities for friends or neighbors. Visual art also combines well with music. Maybe combine it with a choir, a band, or a soloist. Last year I was invited by Elana Bettings in South Africa, who had written wonderful music and lyrics to accompany my psalm paintings. A performance of it with the vocalist Alna van der Wat was recorded by a South African TV producer, and it is available on CD now. Now the world has been flattened by the internet. There are many opportunities to use visual art to communicate the message of God. The message of God in unusual ways. There is a Christian website that sends out weekly pictures meditations to inspire people for the weekend. That is www.artway.eu. I have tried in my life to build bridges between the church and the arts in my context. And God gave not only Bezaliel and Aholiab his spirit and his talents in the Old Testament for making art for the tabernacle, but he inspires artists in our time too. Artists to play a part in spreading the message of God, a mission in God's world. It brings us together in special unity. Thanks to be our Lord. Uh, I have painted a series about the Psalms and two of them you can see here. You know the Psalm. Praise God in his holy house of worship. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his magnificent greatness. Praise him with a blast of the trumpet. Praise him with harp and flute. Praise him with cymbals and dance. Let us, lest every living, breathing creature paint Praise God. That is the text of this one. And the text of this psalm is 193. I look behind me and you are there. Then up ahead and you are there too. If I climb to the sky, you are there. If I go underground, you are there. If I flew on morning wings to the far western horizon, you find me in a minute. You are already there waiting. The text is from Eugene Peterson. You uh, know it perhaps. 
Then the explanation of this work at first, the colored round shape represents all our acts and thoughts. The brightness light that surrounds this shape expresses the idea God's hand rests upon me. The poet realizes that it is impossible to hide or to flee from God, to escape him. If I climb to the sky or I drop down in the dark place of the death, if I flew with the wings of the morning to the far horizon, the light, the symbol of God, is present everywhere. He is behind me. He is in front of me on either side. And he has his hand upon me. Then the explanation of Psalm 150. This psalm radiates a joyful occasion of celebration. All creatures join to express their overwhelming praise for their creator. God is represented in the upper part of this painting. This act, his acts, to see in his arms who surround the earth. Down, down below, we see all the musical instruments, the trumpets, the flutes, the harps, the tambourine, and the cymbals and dance. Yes, it all is a colorful, a joyful, yes, dynamic composition. And the breath of the multitude of worshiping crowd of human and animal creatures rises up to praise God. Hallelujah.